It's very important to me. Lee nodded. Just name it, Henry, he said. If it's humanly possible, you can consider it done. Oh, it's possible, all right, but it may take a little time. I'm going to make a tape that I want you to deliver to someone. The message is for his ears only. Upon my death, an envelope will be waiting for you. Besides the tape, the envelope will contain the man's name and the last address I have for him. Is the address still current? Lee asked. I have no idea. It's been more than twenty years since I've talked with him. Lee looked worried. Twenty years? Finding this guy might be a problem, he thought to himself. There will be another envelope for you, too. Henry went on. It will contain $5,000 in cash. That should cover all your expenses and leave something left over for your trouble. Lee started to protest. Oh, please, Henry, you don't have to pay me. Henry put up his hand and stopped Lee in mid-sentence. Lee, this matter is extremely important to me. Believe me, it's well worth the $5,000. Five days later, Henry Buckingham passed away in his sleep. When young, he'd been a robust man, almost six feet tall. He'd weighed 190 pounds, and his frame had been muscular. At his death, he weighed half of that. A few days after the funeral, Lee received a telephone call. Mr. Oakman, I am Edward Walters, Henry Buckingham's attorney. I have a package and an envelope here for you. Mr. Buckingham directed me to give them to you after his death. Yes, I know about it, Lee replied. He mentioned it to me a few days ago. It was my last visit with him. Good, good, Walters replied. When can you stop by and pick them up? How about this afternoon, Lee asked. Will you be in your office? I will indeed, Mr. Oakman, Walter said. I'll be expecting you later today. After picking up the material from the lawyer's office, Lee headed back to his car. But before he started the engine, his curiosity got the better of him. He studied the envelope. The mysterious man to whom he was to deliver the tape was named Paul Barclay. Chapter 2. Mysterious Visitor Lee had no idea who Paul Barclay was. He'd never heard Henry mention the name. The address shown was in Rockdale, Massachusetts. True to his word, Lee was on the first flight he could get to Boston. There he rented a car and immediately started off on the two-hour drive to Rockdale. About 30 miles down the Massachusetts Turnpike, Lee pulled into a rest area and phoned the Barclay home. Anne was playing with their yellow lab Charlie when the phone rang. Hello. I'm trying to reach Paul Barkley, ma'am. Do I have the correct number? Yes, you do, but he isn't here at the moment, Anne answered. Is this Mrs. Barkley? Yes, it is, Anne replied pleasantly. Good afternoon, ma'am, Lee said. I've just flown up from Florida to deliver a package from a man who died last week. His final wish was that I get this material to your husband. 
Right now, I'm on the turnpike about an hour and a half from Rockdale. Is there a chance that your husband will be home if I continue on? Yes, I expect Paul to be back in less than an hour. That's great, Mrs. Barclay. Can you give me directions to your house? When Paul came home, Anne told him about the strange call. Paul had no idea who it could be, but he figured he'd find out soon enough. A half hour later, the doorbell rang. Charlie barked and ran to the door. First, Charlie gave the stranger a couple of sniffs. Once he was sure that the visitor presented no threat, the dog plopped down on the floor under the dining room table. Mr. Barclay, this is as strange for me as it must be for you, Lee Oakman began. Before Henry Buckingham died, he made a tape and asked me to deliver it to you.